It's time for The Bright Side, a coaching radio show sponsored by P-Link Coaching Center for Excellence. The purpose of this podcast is to encourage, inspire, and educate clients to live and lead as their most authentic, creative, and empowered selves. To bring P-Link coaches into your organization, visit their website at plinkcoachingcenter.com and click the Work With Us button on the homepage. And now, here is the host of The Bright Side, Alexis Robin, executive coach and co-founder of P-Link to bring you 10 minutes of insight, theory, and actionable tips to support you on your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. Good morning, this is Alexis coming to you on the bright side today from San Juan Island up in the Pacific Northwest. We are up at the um, at a beautiful home writing new content for P-Link this week and so um, if you hear a little bird song in the background, uh, that's because I'm sitting out looking over the beautiful sea at Canada. So uh, today I want to talk to you about saying it simpler and simplifying the complex. And let's face it, in communication we often overcomplicate things. This happens for a variety of reasons. Emotional complexity, intellectual complexity, not having a crystallized message, uncertainty of our ask of our listeners, hijacked response or defensiveness, and wanting to be seen as uber intelligent or super funny or really cool or insert your own desired identity. So let's explore each one of these. So emotional complexity, when we're communicating, we often add either emotional complexity or we add intellectual complexity. So either too many words or too much emotion. And this becomes a hurdle to our listeners who have to jump over these hurdles of emotional and intellectual complexity to fully understand what we're saying. Now here's the catch. People tend to lose focus every 12 to 18 seconds, according to Judith Glasser in her book, Conversational Intelligence. And people lose focus every 12 to 18 seconds of speech to process what you're saying. So as you're listening to this podcast, every 12 to 18 seconds, you'll be processing something that I just said, which means that while you're doing that, you'll miss the next thing that I say. So if you're not pausing in your delivery, people will miss things. And think about when you tell your spouse something and they say, I didn't hear that. And you say, I just said that. Uh, And they swear they've never heard it. That could be a reality. So when you get super verbose, people are processing before you finish your sentence. So if you're adding a lot of intellectual complexity and your big words and you're making saying it really like long and beautiful and wordy, the chances of somebody not being able to process the core message before you finish your sentence uh, is real. So you can trigger people that way. Now, um, one way to know if you're saying things with a lot of verbosity or very in a very verbose way is that if you have to take a huge inhale at the end of saying something, you might want to simplify the message. So talking about emotional complexity, we add emotional complexity by adding triggering words like always or never, speaking in absolutes. 
um, saying words that are inflammatory, like that's that person's an idiot, or we're all going to die if we don't get in front of this, adding tone that's very dramatic or drastic. Um, that's the worst thing you've ever said to me. The school system's been a disaster. You know, we're headed for the zombie apocalypse. I mean, there's all these things that we can do to add emotional complexity. And when we add emotional complexity, we can, we're at risk for triggering people's amygdala and getting them into a place where they are, um, they're operating from their fear center. And so we want to think about that in terms of if you're adding emotional complexity, what could be happening. Now, when you trigger somebody's amygdala, you hijack their brain and it makes it hard for them to hear anything. They go into that fight, flight, or freeze mode, or it triggers defensiveness. So it's hard for them to understand what you're saying. Now, the third thing that complicates messaging is not having a crystallized message. So one of the practices that we say is like, write down what you're trying to say and then say it simpler and then rewrite it and then say it simpler again until you can get down to like really what's the core message here? What's the very root of what I'm trying to say? And so figuring that out is important. If you can't, if you can't boil it down to one sentence in terms of a big topic or a theme, you may not be crystal clear about what you're trying to communicate. So you wanna be thinking about that. Like, how do I crystallize my message? And you can do this by just saying it simpler, saying it simpler, saying it simpler. So there's a, um, a story about a gal who goes into her boss's office and says, you know, I, I've been working with my boss and there's a lot of projects and there's, um, I'm really, um, not sure what I should be focused on and um, I, I think we might have a little bit of a difference of opinion and goes on and on and on and her boss says could you say that simpler and then she continues iterating well you know um, I'm struggling on this one project with my boss and at the very end of it he keeps saying to her can you say it simpler can you say it simpler and at the very end she says I hate working for my boss Right, so like this is really what the message is that she's trying to get across, but because she's trying to be politically correct, she's adding all this complexity, all these words to it that don't need to be there to get that same message across. So when you're thinking about your message, say it simpler, try to get it down to one sentence, and then you can add back some of the emotional language to make it more compelling or some of the intellectual language to make it more interesting. Now, number four, this idea that we add complexity by being uncertain about our ask of the listener. So sometimes we go and we start talking to somebody and we don't say how we want them to listen. So like, hey, I want to run this by you. What exactly are you asking me to do by running it by me? Are you asking me for my opinion? Are you asking me for my... Um, are you asking me to edit it? Do you want me to add something to it? Do you want me to just tell you how I feel after I hear you read it? Like, what are you asking? So that adds complexity because then the listener has to try to figure out what is it that you're trying to get from them. And that makes it complex and that can make them lose track of what you're saying. So be crystal clear about what you're asking for from your listener. 
if you bring something up, I want to talk to you about the kids going to camp next week to say your spouse, then be crystal clear about, I want to talk to you about taking the kids to camp next week because I want us to decide who's going to drop them off and pick them up. Or I want us to talk about what the best way to handle packing their lunches is or whatever. But figure out what it is you're asking of your listener. Know that before you go into the conversation. And then number five, hijacked response or defensiveness. Whenever we start talking to somebody and we get accusatory or we say, you are not playing nicely or you are hurting my feelings. The minute we say you, we hijack people and they get defensive. And so we want to think about how can we operate in a way that doesn't hijack people. So if you need to give feedback, if you want to have, give, have a hard conversation, if someone's hurt your feelings, you can use the assertive communication tool. It makes me feel embarrassed when you say things like, oh, remember how you forgot to do blah, blah, blah in front of our friends. I'm sure that wasn't your intention, but I wanted to let you know that's how I felt. So this is giving yourself the option to sh still share the feedback, but without having to say, you make me feel bad, or you embarrass me, which triggers the other person, hijacks their brain, and then basically puts them into defense mode. So they don't hear what you're saying. They can't even take it in. They're just ticked off and thinking of their rebuttal. And then the last piece is when we want to be seen as something and we start adding a bunch of complexity to our conversation so that we can try to portray this ideal identity. So we want to be seen as uber intelligent and so we add a ton of complexity in terms of like, oh, this is evidence-based and let me tell you about the 17 different longitudinal studies that went with it. Or you want to be seen as super funny. So you add a whole bunch of like humor that doesn't that clouds the message that complicates things um, or we want to be seen as really cool so maybe we don't say things in the most um, you know we, we try to make it more kind of funny off the cuff cool guy and people are like what they just get confused so when you're thinking about what you want to say you want to say it simpler you want to Ask yourself, what do I want my listeners to do based on what I'm, what I'm talking to or what I'm asking them to do? And then you want to say, how can I say this in a way that will keep the person in that great rest and digest mode versus that hijack mode? How do I keep their upstairs brain on board while I'm talking about and giving them this feedback? So... Um, so these are some ways to say it simpler, to navigate the complexities of conversations, and to get your message across. If you do this, your result will be that you'll have better impact, you'll be understood more, and uh, you'll be easier. Uh, it'll be easier to get your message across. So, um, so this has been Alexis Robin on the bright side. Thanks for hanging out with me on this on the beautiful deck of San Juan Island. You've got a few seaplanes that you heard in the background, some beautiful swallows and birds. We've had some great bald eagles fly over. I mean, just a really gorgeous place up here in the Pacific Northwest. Hope you have a great week and look forward to uh, talking to you next week, same time, same place.